For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the sixth episode of Cosmo Radio. Although it feels like a very long time since I've had my last one. In fact, looking back on it, I haven't had an episode of Cosmo Radio since September of 2013. So that's almost two years ago at this point. Um, I have a few topics I'd like to get to today. We are going to be talking about role play what's been going on in TNR's new region, um, a few updates about that. I want to talk about the future of political parties and families in the Allied Republics. I have Pepe on the call, who I'm going to bring in a little bit later. And uh, I also see that a few others have joined in and left, because I'm sorry, I was a little delayed here with the start of the episode. Well, let's just jump right into it. Um, first item is TNR's experimental group, which caused a bit of a controversy when he first announced it was going to take place. Um, for a very long time, uh, about six months, TNR and I have been talking about what the future of the Allied Republics is going to be and how we're going to actually keep this region alive and entertaining for everyone because Things right now and for a very long time have been same old, same old. People log in, they log out, they come check whatever few posts have been made and nothing big happens on the forums, they don't get involved. No one wants to be the one to actually start conversations about anything. No one wants to be the one to start any controversial topics. So here comes TNR and he has an idea for a role-play region where the entire region itself is built around role-play rather than just having a region of economics and political stuff and then having a separate forum for role-play. Instead, this region would implement an entirely new system where the entire region is built around role-play. And what we have right now is just the basic foundation of a test group of what it's more like um, setting up a nation and we're trying to figure out how we're going to do this, whether it's going to be characters within a nation building themselves up as the leader of this nation or whether it's going to be more like the map-style role plays that we've had for forever in the other republics. A um, few of us have joined in on that idea. Uh, GNR and I tried to bring this to light in the Arab Republics back when I was president in January. Um, we were still figuring out a lot of things and we couldn't really go public with anything yet. But this is a big idea coming and although it's not exactly the most popular idea among some people, I believe personally that it's really one of the few ways that we can actually have an entirely new system in place where people who 
we are a region built around role-playing anyway. That is how we sell ourselves. So if that's such a big part of our community, then why not try and implement something so big as having an entire region be the focus of that? Um, what we currently have is a nation which we call Alteria, and we're just trying to figure out how our constitution is going to be laid out and how uh, we're going to focus on our map, if we're even going to have a map. Because um, in the past, we just built up maps because I was the one who volunteered to do it because I enjoy doing maps because I'm weird like that. Um, so that's kind of what's going on now. It's not really that deep into any... Um, we haven't really gotten that deep into the focus of it yet, but it's coming along. And hopefully within a month or so, we'll be able to report some actual real news rather than just, here's what happened today. Uh, the next thing I really wanted to talk about before I bring Pep in on the call, since he called in a while ago, I've just kind of been eating like a little schmuck. And I wanted to talk about the political parties and families within the Island Republics. Because for a very long time, before I even came to TAR, which was, I don't know, almost three years ago now, political parties were a huge part of our community. That's how a lot of people got elected. When you wanted to get elected, you reached out to people who would sponsor you. Um, advertisements were huge. People had advertisements all over the forums. Vote for Obito, vote for Bertavia, vote for TNR. It was a whole big thing. And somewhere along the line, we kind of lost that idea of ourselves where I think it actually started with TNR, which I love TNR. He's a great kid. Okay, I don't think I need to explain myself. Many people love TNR. But I think it was actually started with him where elections have basically come and gone based on how popular you are in the region. It didn't matter what ideas you had because along the line, those ideas kind of stopped mattering to people. And people really didn't care if you wanted to suppress the Department of Defense or if you wanted to implement a whole new style of military. That's how I first got elected senator, by talking about the defense in the region. But we kind of lost that touch where the main issues within our region, a lot of people bring up the economy, Recently, the defense has been a big issue in the region. Um, sizing down the government, which Free States is a big supporter of. Sizing up the government, which I'm a big supporter of. Uh, what our president even means? Is it worthwhile having a vice president? What should we do with the delegate? There are so many great issues that we face in our region, which we kind of always want to talk about, but never actually quite get to a real solution to anything. We just debate and debate and debate, and then it goes nowhere. A bill is proposed to the Senate, and it's either majorly unpopular with many or majorly unpopular with some. The, the, some people who find it unpopular to totally fight against it, or it's the mass uh, population of tar which finds it unpopular, and then the idea just dies and then it's not touched again for several months until the issue really comes up in a major way. But 
as I was saying, political parties used to be a huge thing in the outer republics. When I first came up, there were several major political parties. The Freedom Party was humongous. 20, 25, maybe even more members were part of the Freedom Party. And the Freedom Party was everywhere you could be seen. It was everything about moderate, conservative ideas. Uh, free states may or may not have been. I'm not totally sure because this was before my time. I'm going off the record here. I think Free State even started the Freedom Party. Um, one of our greatest presidents, Ike Kamara, was a member of the Freedom Party, and they were a huge part of what made TAR great. And we had the Republican Party. And when I joined, I joined the Republican Party, and that's mainly because I'm a conservative asshole. But I joined the Republican Party. We had the uh, Democratic Reform Party, I remember. We had about 10 other different Democrat parties because people just can't seem to focus on one at a time. They have to have like 12 of them all at once. We've had 10 different versions of the Democrat Party. Um, and lately, although not too lately, it's more like a couple of years ago, we've lost the idea that political parties are important in TAR because people are elected, especially senators, are elected based on their popularity in the region. People don't really seem to care if you have great ideas on this or what party you're a member of. Um, for a while, the Republicans would heavily support fellow Republicans. The Freedom Party members would heavily support fellow Freedom Party members. And political parties actually meant something in TAR for a very long time. And a while back ago, we lost that sense of direction, and we started focusing more on who's the funniest, who's the most popular. And people started proposing false, and when I say false, I mean like joking, um, political campaigns about promising cake. And ice cream, and bacon. I love cake. It was my birthday yesterday. I had three different cakes because the restaurant forgot it was my birthday. So I ordered one cake. Then they brought me a cake with a candle and sang to me. And then I had cake again when I came home with my friends. I had three different cakes yesterday. I fucking love cake. I like ice cream too. Who doesn't love ice cream? Mr. Softy. If you live in New York, I don't know if Mr. Softy is anywhere else, but in New York, Mr. Softy is everything. Yeah, I love that tune. I grew up in Queens. That was my tune. If you heard Mr. Softy coming, didn't matter if you were enemies with the kid next door or not, you both ran to that fucking ice cream truck as fast as you could. And bacon. Everyone loves bacon. You are not American if you don't love bacon. You're not even Canadian if you don't love bacon, because even they have their own Canadian. The British even have their own bacon. Everyone has a different kind of bacon. And it's all different substance. But everyone loves bacon, and they all agree on that one point. The political parties in TAR have basically gone away completely because people just believe that they want to vote for people based on how popular they are rather than what they actually have to offer. And whether you agree that 
we should become more political and have more partisan elections, which sometimes that's not always a good thing. But from time to time, it's good to have a party to back you up on. It's good to have a community within a community where people share the same beliefs. And I would love to actually see how parties can be relevant again. I just don't think that the mass population here wants to do anything about it because this goes back to the issues topic. There are many, many issues that we face. A big one that always reminds me is the delegate. What are we going to do about the delegate? How should we actually face the delegate? Should it be also the president? Should it be the VP? Should it be its own thing? Should it be its secretary of state of the president? There are so many options, and everyone has a view on this. Everyone has their own opinion. It doesn't have to be a partisan opinion. It's not like one party has to believe in something and the other party has to believe in another thing. It's an individual opinion. But just like that with political parties, people don't really want to be the one to actually make it relevant again. And I've tried. I've been a member of the same one for a very long time for the brief exception of the three or four months where the Rising Liberty Party was my creation and my home, and I loved that. And I kind of missed the idea of actually having the parties mean something. Back in the day, when you wanted to get elected, you would reach out to your party. They would help you. They would work on your campaign with you. And if you got elected or not, a lot of it did have to do with does your party have a lot of members? But it doesn't really mean that anymore. Now political parties, and we have not that many. We only have like five or six political parties now. Six. I'm looking at it right now. We have six political parties in the region. And among them, I would say two, maybe three, because we don't really know what the Democrat Party is going to be like yet. I'm just knowing, I'm basing this off of what I know. We've had 10, 11, 12 Democrat parties in our entire existence, and they keep coming back. And that's why I made a comment about it. It was a joke. Obviously, I don't care whether you want to start the Democrat Party again or not. I was just joking around. I was trying to say how we keep having the same party come back over and over again. And it basically has the same views. It's not like it's a different party every time. I mean, some like the uh, Otago Party that has transcended down from the Conservative Party to the 
the Imperial Democratic Party, now the Otaku Party, and they're very organized. They've been around for a very long time. And the members of the Otaku Party are very proud of where they are, of who they are. They are proud to list the Otaku Party as their party registration when they register for the elections. The Republicans, same thing. The Republican Party is now the oldest party in the region. It is actually the GOP of TAR. It is the grand old party because it is the oldest active party in the region. And members of the, of the Republican Party are very proud of being in the Republican Party. Many members, however, don't really feel the idea was the necessity to have such partisanship with the entire region, rather than why should we elect a libertarian, or why should we elect a Democrat, or why should we elect a Republican? People are more focused on, I like TNR, so I'm going to vote for him because he's funny, because he gets shit done, because I know TNR. I'm going to vote for Obito because Obi is a bitch, and I like bitches, and bitches get money. Obito gets money. There, I, did, I just did a mathematical logic problem on my radio show. See, I'm educating the children, doing math. <laughs> what we have seen, however, in recent times is the emergence of families, particularly of House Draken. Now, you're speaking here with a very prominent member of House Draken, or at least I like to think. If you ask TNR, he'd probably say, heh, <laughs> But I love House Draken, not because of what it has become more of a political ideology, not even ideology, it's more of a political movement of elected Draken, love your fellow Drakens, yada, 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 you know, the whole like. I love it because when we first started the Rising Liberty Party years ago, the idea was to collect our small little friend group. It was me and TNR and Mitzi and uh, German Shepherds, who is no longer with us. And we had our own little thing. And that was the idea that I had behind the party. I wanted to make it a very close-knit group of my friends in the region. And I like how the whole idea of families has come about because it kind of gives that opportunity without getting political about things. You're allowed to have different families and houses within the region, and it started out as a competitive game where we would score points based on our members' successes and all that, and of course, House Draken ruled over everything because we had TNR. And for a while, we had House Sarkozy, House Washington, House Reagan. We had House States for a while, which I always found funny because Free States was its founder, though his name, if he stayed, would actually be Free States States because how he implied it was his name was just Free States. 
but that would make his name just Spree. Hey, Spree, how you doing? So I always found that kind of interesting myself. So you probably don't care. Just wanted to point it out anyway. But lately, the House of Draken has turned into a more of a pseudo-political party where Drakens vote for fellow Drakens, Drakens back up fellow Drakens, and Drakens work for and help out fellow Drakens and only fellow Drakens. Is this a problem? You may think so. I'm obviously going to be biased and say it's not because I am a member of House Draken. I'm one of its original members. In fact, and I like the idea of families more because I've always been a more heavy believer that we should have more of a, I don't know, I wouldn't want to say monarchy-style government because that would that would result in tyrannical dictatorships within Tar. And as funny as we try and make jokes about that, that I don't think anyone legitimately wants that to happen. But for those of us who enjoy the idea of families and the different houses in the region, it does kind of give you an opportunity to play around and have fun with people who you believe you fit in with. It's like having little mini clicks in our group. But I just wanted to ramble about that for a little while because I know those of us who are Dragons love the family system. And those of you who aren't Dragons hate it and believe that Drakens are basically dictators, and we only vote and serve each other. Which is true, to many points. But we also do believe in the free democracy of our region. We want to see people who are worthy of being elected, elected. It just so happens that many of those people are also Drakens. So I do have Pepe on the line, and I'll invite him to talk if he wants to mention anything himself. Hello, Pepe, you're on the air. Yeah, I just want to say um, happy birthday, first of all. Oh, thank you. Uh, I mean, I, I love that your show's back, um, because a couple, uh, last week, I believe, when we were on uh, Liberty Radio, we were talking about, you know, the economy, everything. So it's always great to have you on air um, and just give your perspective on things. Because like we talked about last week, my opinion's different, his opinion's different, your opinion's different. Um, but, so I'm just happy to uh, be listening to you uh, your show, and I hope you have great success. Thank you. Cosmo Radio was started two years ago, and I originally made it, as a joke, just to talk about the fun stuff, um, because you know Liberty Radio has existed since the beginning of time, and we had another radio show who both me and LW forget who that was. 
And we, oh, it was Lovona. Lovona, or however you would pronounce his name, Lovonia or whatever. He had a radio show for a while that was very unpopular and no one listened to it and it was boring as all hell. So I joined in to the mix just to make a more fun and entertaining show. But over time, it has started to evolve into a more serious topic thing, which I don't like talking about all the time because I'm not a serious kind of guy. But I know that that's what people want to talk about. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, what people expect from us, um, to be the ones who get our our views on stuff. Because um, a lot of times people just don't want to speak on their views when it comes to stuff in the region. And you talked about it earlier. Some people are sometimes quiet about their um, personal views, and they don't want to get controversial, if you will. I don't think it's so much the controversial topic. I think it's more people just don't be, want to be the one to have to start anything. They don't want to be the one to say, hey, we need to fix this. We don't like the way this is going. No one wants to be that guy or girl. Hunteria is our president now. No one wants to be that person who comes along and says, listen, this way that we're doing things right now is not working. We need to fix it. And whenever people tried doing that, they usually blew up in their face. Um, So would you make the assumption that um, some people are just afraid because of um, it can blow up in their face, uh, the way tar is, um, and some people have strong opinions? Or do you think it's just more people just kind of don't care as much as they maybe uh, could have at a prior time? I definitely think it's both. I think a lot of people don't care, but I also think we have a lot of very strong, opinionated people in the region. And I think, like, whenever you try and get people like Hunteria and Free States and TNR, LW, me, whenever you try and get the people who are I don't want to say the big mouths, but like the people who are very opinionated on these kind of things and who have been here a very long time, whenever you hear something new, it all sounds radical. And no one wants to change anything because we've been doing things the same way for many years. And for a very long time, it's worked. And it continues to work, except the other point you brought up is People don't really care. People who have been here a very long time have started to see the odd republics as more of a side community who've just grown close to each other rather than what started as a nation-state region. I don't feel a lot of people really care about the whole nation-state region anymore. And I don't really blame them because I'm kind of one of those people as well. But I think a lot of it does come down to we've done a lot of things. We've passed almost every law possible. Now, passing a law is against the law. We just had to sign a breathing act because we have everything in law. We've done almost everything. We've role-played almost everything. So people don't really see the necessity to carry out our nation-states region which was such a huge part of our culture for a long time, 
and now it really isn't anymore. You see what I'm saying? Oh, uh, 100%. I mean, you must see that as well, like how people who've become such big names in the region really don't seem to care all that much about the success of the region or the failure of the region or if our government collapses or whatever because a lot of us just don't seem to care because we know that we're always going to be our own community whether we have a government based on a nation state's region or not. I mean, I can't speak on everyone else. I know for me personally, um, that had a lot to do with, and it had to do a lot with why I just blew up back in um, back in the spring. Um, I keep saying hopefully everything gets back to, you know, prosperity and we'll get another golden age. Um, I just don't know really what will be that key to another golden age if we will ever have another golden age. I think we will, just because a lot of us are very close. We've been together for years, some of us have. And I know that things will just figure themselves out. And for a lot of people, they don't like to hear that, that things will just figure themselves out. That's why I think TNR wanted to go forth with the whole role-play region because we've done so many things in government that we don't know what to do next. And role play is such a huge part of us that why not give this a shot? How are, what are your opinions on the um, proposed role play government? Uh, that's the one where we propose like real life bills, correct? So you don't like it? No, no, I'm just asking just to double check. It's um, that oh. one, correct? Uh, the role play government is the one that TNR proposed how um, we all, it's more of a character based role play where we role play as characters instead of as nations. Like how now instead of us role playing as nations within like a, a world, we would role play within one nation or within like a region of nations and have people who created characters role play the character's way to leading the region or leading the whatever it is we end up having. We don't even have that uh, design all full and ready yet. Well, that's one of the reasons why I call in to Cosmo Radio to figure out what's going on in the region. <laughs> now, um, I like it because it brings a new element, um, and that's something you always want to do, just refresh uh, the way you're doing stuff. I hope it's going to work. Uh, you know, I I don't have a magic ball to say, yeah, this is going to work or this is not going to work. If done correctly, I think it could be that key, I guess, uh, to prosperity. Hopefully it does. I really don't get why people are getting so frustrated with it. I don't get it, to be honest. A lot of the frustration also comes because we've been talking about this and debating it for a very long time. And uh, I also think a large part of it has to do with the whole idea of the directorate, how it's just kind of a little, um, I wouldn't use the word controversial. It, it's a 
it's very uh, coincidental how a lot of the people who are in on this project were also the directorate. And the idea of the directorate has always been rather negative because that brought in the idea that rather than people just role-playing for however they wish to do it, they could, they, there would be a set of leaders who basically dictated what is and what isn't. So I think their frustrations come from the directorate more than it comes from this idea of a role-play region. Well, hopefully it gets um, smoothed over as time goes on because I really want to see this work. Uh, that again, it's just it's a new element that's going to be very useful for the region, and that's why I love um, when someone comes up with something new, e- even if it sounds stupid, like a license to, for law. At least it's something new that we did not have. Um, that doesn't mean we should do all new stuff but at least it's something new. I've always been trying to get people to think outside the box and to attempt to change the region in whatever ways we can. I mean, before I was elected president, because everything changed after that, because when you are president, you have to view things differently for the sake of the region rather than your own beliefs. But before that, I was always a big advocator of changing whatever it is we have for something different because I just didn't believe that things needed to stay the same. Because you spoke of the golden age. Well, the golden age of tar was a very long time ago. That was before my time. That was before TNR's time. That was before many of our times here. The only people who were probably here, who still are here, were Free States, Timpatosha, and Lewis and Daniel. That's really all I can remember from the old days and golden age of TAR before many of us came back. There were huge stints of inactivity in between these times. And when TNR was elected president, which was feels like forever ago now. It was only two years, though. And that was really the beginning of the second new wave of TAR. That was what I like to call the the renaissance of the Outer Republics because we had a lot of new members then. We had Novum Bega, Lemieux, German Shepherds. You probably don't know who any of these people are. They all came and left after a while. Um, I joined mm, not that long before TNR became president, six months, maybe nine months before he became president. Hunteria joined later that summer. Imperium joined around the time I did. There was a huge influx of new nations at the time who now you know of as being the very active and the very, um, you know, I don't want to like, anything extreme but very uh, inspirational and when you think of who the active members in the region are, the people like TNR and Free State and Imperia and myself, Hunteria, we were all a big part of that golden age, that second age of renaissance after TNR became president. 
That's why a lot of times he's regarded as being the best president because that was just the most active and greatest time in the region. You would have over 100 new posts per day. Now we're lucky if we get 10. And I kind of see a new trend coming where, yeah, people really don't care about how our region evolves because people just kind of assume that we'll always be around. But at the same time, I also see a little bit of urgency from the people like Hunteria and even TNR who really just want this region to stay alive. And you have a back and forth of some very different opinions between TNR and Hunteria and Free States and LW and everyone. And you keep seeing this mesh of people. We've all been here for a very long time. Even yourself, you've been here for, what is it, almost a year now? Almost in uh, August. Yeah. So even you can see at this point that we've all been here for so long that we know each other probably better than we know our own region. Like L.W. said in his last show, how many people have actually read the Constitution? I barely have even looked at it. I think the first time I ever looked at it was last summer when I became the Attorney General. Now is just to know what I can get Nick Washington on. People barely know the region. We have so many laws that people don't know what laws we've had passed. We've had millions of role plays, which have, most of them haven't lasted longer than a week. We've had two modern world role plays. Three, in fact. I think we've had three modern world role plays. The first one was right in the middle of the most active time in our region. That was when I first joined TAR. People would log on and they were so excited about coming here and being a part of something and actually contributing to our region and to our forums. People were excited and so into it. People loved the modern world role play and then it collapsed because people got too excited. So I'm seeing a problem here where if people are not excited enough, then the region is inactive. If people get too excited, then that results in also too much inactivity. There has to be a little bit of a balance, and we've never really been able to find that. We couldn't find it in the best of times in our region. We couldn't find it in the worst of times. Last year, the Isle Republic almost imploded. Looking back on it, it's surprising that the region is even still standing. It surprises me we even still have a government. Things were that bad. If you take a look at some of the back and forth legislation and the fights that people had, a lot of people really don't realize just how terrible things were last spring. And then Nick Washington came. And that was exciting for a very long time because people really hated him. 
and it gave us something to do and something to focus our energy on. Maybe that is what the region needs to survive, an enemy to focus all your hatred on. It worked for a very long time with Lehi, or Lehi, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but I call him Lehi. Happened a very, for a very long time with him. Gave the region a person to focus a lot of your anger and just direct everything at him. Everything was his fault. People did the same thing with Nick Washington. Maybe that is what the region needs. Maybe the region does need an enemy. But it's not one of those things where it's going to be, okay, I'll be the enemy. I'll be the guy who everyone hates on just to bring activity. Free States always says, oh, but it's good for activity. Yeah, it was good for activity, but it wasn't very good for the mesh of our region. And even in the best of times, I always bring up TNR's presidency. I do that a lot. Hail TNR. Because even then, when you have so many great members of the region, right afterwards, you also have a huge span of inactivity. Because change does bring a lot of good to the region. Elections. Elections always bring a huge spur of activity because it's kind of rooted within us that we are a nation-state region, even though a lot of us believe that we aren't anymore and we shouldn't be. But inside a lot of us, it's still rooted that that's who we are. That's how we started. That's why elections always bring a short spurt of activity to the region. And then the government is elected, and then the activity slowly starts falling. There have been very few times where after the elections, the activity kept on going. And a lot of times it has to do with the, uh, the seasons, just as much as it has to do with who is being elected. We know that in December and January, the region is going to be at a very high point because people are at home. People aren't at school or at work or doing much of anything. People have a lot of time to just come to the region and contribute whatever they can contribute. That happens in the summer as well. It's very rare that whenever that happens, that the activity follows for many months at a time. It usually happens in short spurts of a couple of months here and a couple of months there. Well, you just talked about um, elected officials uh, a second ago. Um, Hateria? just took over from Brick, and we know Brick wasn't that great. Do you think she can do what needs to be done, at least here in the short term, uh, for the betterment of the region? I do. And I'm not just going to say that because she asked me to come into her government with her, but I do think she can be very... I think she can do a lot of good for the region even if a lot doesn't really take place. I mean, the idea that the government always has to be working and always has to be doing stuff to change departments and make things roll with activity. I wasn't that kind of person as president. I don't think many of us are that kind of people if we were president. 
I think what Hunteria has is something more like a spark. She's what many would agree a bit of a charismatic individual. She brings a lot of energy into everything she does. And she's very opinionated about almost everything. She has a lot of energy and a lot of joy and also a lot of stress. And when she gets involved with something, she really gets involved with it. And when she when something upsets her, it really upsets her. And that just happens to happen very often. And it sounds funny, but there isn't anything wrong with that either. It's good to have people who are very interested in the region, even if things don't always change, even if things aren't always happening. We don't have to constantly be reforming every position. You know, if we want to reform a position because things aren't working out so well right now, we can do that. If we want to add something that needs to be added, we can do that. We need to remove it, we can remove it. We can do things as they come. I think the president always has to come down to the personality more than what's actually going to happen. I think a lot of people really don't want to hear about how you're going to change this and how you're going to influence the economy and how you're going to do this with the military and yada, yada, yada. I don't think people really care about all that stuff. A lot of it does have to do with who's the most popular and are people who are going to, going to be elected president, do they have the personality to actually lead the region? I think we need a leader. We had that with TNR, we had that with Bitsonia, we had that with Cresselia and Imperium and Free States and myself. And I don't think Brick was that kind of leader. Brick didn't have the personality to lead the region. Not to be mean, just that's kind of the truth. No, I, mean, I, knew I, agree. That, I knew that like from the beginning. I knew that he wasn't the personality to be a leader. He doesn't get involved in a lot of our conversations and that. It's something that I think Hunteria has. I think she's more in touch with the rest of us. So, yeah, I do think that the next couple months and beyond, if she chooses to run again, I do think that these will be pretty good times in our region just because I know how she is and I know that she can lead the region. I know she has the personality for it. Well, talking about um, Brick, I well, I somewhat helped with his campaign. I, I, I got to agree with that. Um, yeah, I, oh, I've said this before. If it was a different region or if it was a different time, I think he would have been a much better president. But I agree with you on that personality um, point. So if, uh, in the end of the day, that's just the human nature. We want when, um, you know, the Pope, because I'm Catholic, um, people always people always touching the Pope. They, they want to feel um, that personal connection to their Pope. Same thing with the president. Same thing here in Tar. 
they want to feel a personal connection to who is going to lead them. Absolutely, without a doubt. Because since I was talking before about how we've kind of evolved into a community of members who have just kind of grown close to each other, and we're not really that political nation states region we once were. So people, when they elect their president and they look at who's running, they're going to elect a guy or girl who they connect with the best because that embodies what they believe the region to be. I think more people, if you were to put Hunteria and Brick next to each other, I think more people in the region feel a connection with Hunteria than they did Brick. And that showed when she was elected president over him. Well, hopefully she can do um, what needs to be done. Um, the next lesson, I believe, is next month, I believe. Um, we're just going to have to uh, wait and see what happens. Hopefully, you know, everything works out the best for her. You were former president. I, I just want to know personally, um, before I go, would you ever run again? Um, <laughs> I've thought about it, and when I say I've thought about it, I briefly entertained the idea uh, after Brick uh, was elected over me. I don't think I will run again for president. If I do, it's going to be at a very opportunistic time. It would be in December again, just because I know that's how the region is going to be at its height of activity. Um, I just, I don't think people really quite understood how much I really did not want to be president. I talked for a very long time, for years and years, how I will do just about anything. I'll serve any position on the cabinet. I'll serve in the courts if you want me to, Mr. President. I'll be a senator. I have been a senator for a very long time. I, I was a senator seven terms, I think, speaker three times. I've done everything. I was the vice president. I was delegate. And now I'm, and now I'm a former president as well. And I loved being president just because I loved being the guy. I loved being the leader. I love being the person to influence things and be the one that everyone looks to, like, hey, that's Obito, that's our president, that's our leader. But as for the day-to-day -day little chotskis of the office, I wasn't really into it. I didn't want to deal with people and everything in the state of the region and all that. I was more fit to be a delegate. And I loved being delegate. It's just when I was delegate, it was at a very... Um, I can't think of the words. It was not a very good time in the region when I was first elected delegate. And I know I've told the story like 10,000 times. We were raided, or we had a raid attempt on my third day in office, which really changed the state of the region for basically the remainder of the summer following that. My idea of what the Department of Defense should be kind of influenced how other presidents and other delegates have seen the position of the defense. 
the defense exists to serve the delegate more than it exists to serve the region and serve the president. Because without the defense, which is really, I'm talking about endorsements on nation states, without that defense to the delegate, being rated is easy peasy. Our rate attempt that happened was a bit unfortunate for what enfolded the following couple weeks and months afterwards, but it wasn't really that, it wasn't an issue of how are we going to protect ourselves the next time we get raided, because a lot of people just believed, oh, if we get raided again, we can just remove them from the region. We can just eject them from the region. It's no problem at all. Stop worrying, Obito. But at the time, I was worried because we didn't have a lot of WA nations, and I had 14, 15 endorsements, and that was perfectly fine for some people. Like, I remember Free State specifically being the one who were very much for just doing these little missions and carrying out little thingies, going to different regions and taking over small regions and doing practice missions. We used to have practice missions with the defense time and time again, and they did absolutely nothing. It was just for the sake of doing something. When things started changing that the defense serves more the delegate than it does the president, that kind of changed things, and that happened like just after I became delegate with the raid. And... Ever since then, I've entertained the idea of running for delegate again rather than running for president again. Because although I love being president, it wasn't really my kind of thing. It's such a burden on my personality just because I am the guy who is a loudmouth. I like to stir up controversial topics, and I don't really care if I offend people. I say things and do things as I please, and I really don't care if it offends anyone. And the office of the president came with a lot of responsibilities for me not to be able to do that, and that's just kind of who I am. I can't be, like, leveling myself down just because the presidency tells me I should. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as I would love to be the leader again, I don't think the president is the way to do that for me. Oh, 100%. I mean, I was president of the Allied States when we had a most active period. But it's the burden of being, hey, you're the guy, so conduct yourself past the guy. And in the end of the day, if this fails, it's on you. It takes a toll on you because in the end of the day, you know, basically it's just a video game. We have real life. Um, so we can't focus all our attention on a region, but we have to because that's what's expected of us. And, you know, since you mentioned it, I've always been a very big supporter of the delegate being more of a secretary of state. I tried to get that to happen when I was president through executive order, which, as you may remember, was pretty unpopular with the Senate. But I've always been a bigger supporter of the delegates serving the president just because I've now been both positions. And I know that the relationship that the president has with the delegate 
is it's very important that the president has some Okay, I need to word this correctly, otherwise people are going to jump down my throat about this. It's very important that the president has some sort of pull over what the delegate does and doesn't do. Because if the delegate continues to be this um, separate position where it's just, okay, here we have two leaders. We have a leader of our forums, which is the president, and a leader of nation states, which is our delegate. That's basically how we have things right now. We basically have two leaders. And it's not so much of a foreign affairs versus internal affairs. It's just more of who's the leader of what. Are you a leader of the forums or are you a leader of the nation state? And I've never really been too big on that just because why should we separate the two when we're so heavily focused on our forums much, much more than we are in nation states? I kind of agree with a lot of people's opinions that on nation states, the president should hold the delegate account, and we should also have instead a secretary of state, or as um, non-Americans would call it, a secretary of foreign affairs. But I like the way secretary of state sounds. So I kind of believe in more of the relationship that a president has over a foreign affairs department being headed by a Secretary of State. And I would want to be the guy to do that. I mean, I tried to do that when I was president. Just it didn't work. People weren't really totally on board with that idea. You know, what's funny about that, um, because I was one of those people who was against it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, And uh, me and Louis and Daniel, you know, we talked about it a lot. We would not allow this to pass. But back then, I know personally, I was not experienced enough to understand the concept. And when I took over as president of the Allied States, that's, you know, when I realized, hey, um, it's so much more important to have everything, that one voice on everything, which can then be, you know, you can split it up, which is what we did. We split up, you know, this guy's in charge of interior, this guy's in charge of foreign. Um, which all are under the direction of me, the president. That's what we did in Allied States. But what I realized when I took over was, hey, it's so important that we have that, you know, direction. And we don't have two different people with two different philosophies that are really just competing for, you know. You know, if the president's like, hey, well, we'll do this one thing. You know, you have Doug doing this other thing. You really don't have a leader. You're just having two, you know, alpha males or alpha females. I guess you can say, just competing in a sense for, hey, I'm the leader. No, really, you're not really the leader because that guy just decided on this. Yeah. I I love the the concept, uh, by the way, of uh, the the Secretary of State, by the way. Yeah. And I feel like that's also becoming a lot more um, popular than it once was. I think now that people are starting to see that the delegate and president really, the dynamics between those two positions, I think people are starting to see now that the delegate really should be more like the secretary of state than its own little entity. Because how we have things right now, or rather, 
let's talk about how other regions have this set up. Because they're, for the most part, one of two ways. Most regions don't have very extensive forms, off-site forms, to communicate and have activities like we do. So a lot of people review the delegate as the elected leader of a region. I was once a member of Capitalist Paradise, which is a fairly large region. That's actually how I found the other republics. I found them through Capitalist Paradise. But they have more of a system set up where their leader is the delegate. They don't really have a president or a secretary of foreign affairs or anything. Everything is all invested in the delegate, which is more of like the true presidential system, except since they don't have an off-site forums, they don't really have that division that we have. And then the other idea is more like the Balder type regions where monarchies are set up and they have the delegate as the queen or king. Um, and then they would have a forum set up where they would form a government, but the queen or king would be the delegate. And since our region is just so different and we have more of an off-site forms presence than most other regions do, it would make more sense that we invest most of our power in the president as we've originally set up rather than in the delegate. And the idea of that is, well, what are we going to do with the delegate on nation state steps? I believe that it should be the president. Each president should run nation states just like they run our offsite forums. And then I also believe that the president should assign a secretary of state. I believe that since I was the delegate. And it solidified even further when I was the president. And I know you haven't been president here in TAR, although I do think you should run just because I know you're active and I know you can actually do stuff. I know you're more competent than a bunch of people in the region are. Although you may not be president of TAR, you do kind of understand since you were the president of a fairly decent-sized allied state. They're not a small nothing region. They're their own little community. They have quite a bit of people buzzing around in there. And there is this sort of familiarity that former presidents in the Arab republics have with each other. And I mentioned this in my exit speech that I made when I left the presidency, that PNR and I, or Mitsonia and I, or when Hunteria is done with her term, Hunteria and I, we don't even have to discuss the problems and the good and the bad of the presidency in the region, because we just kind of know. We all just kind of get it. We understand each other's problems and each other's faults and successes. We've all been there, and we understand each other. Like when I was talking before about um, Drakens banding together and electing fellow Drakens, a lot of that does have to do with this because a lot of the fellow Drakens are also former presidents themselves. 
like Imperium and Cresselia and TNR and uh, Methonia and myself and Hunteria and whoever else is in House Draken. Of the two people that I think should run for president that I think will actually be able to be elected, it would be you and Castros. I think you and Castros have a lot of potential as somewhat new members to actually be president in this region. Well, I want to thank you for saying that. Um, you know, for me personally, when I ran for delegate, the reason why I joined Allied States in the first place was to get that foreign experience because I had none at the time. Um, you never know. Maybe I'll run one day. I don't think I could get elected, to be honest with you. Um, I, I would really be interested in seeing Castro's run because I, I talked to him because we used to do uh, – we were going to do this show once. Um, I think he's a very, very smart guy. And if given the right platform, I think he can really do some great stuff. I do too. That's why I said it. I knew that when he first came into the region. Uh, I think he came like just a couple weeks before I was elected as president. And I could tell then and there when I was first forming my government and trying to decide who I was going to choose for the cabinet and for the Supreme Courts, I told Castros right there in a comment in some topic, you know, you're still new. I don't know that much about you, but keep your eyes open because I might be tapping you on the shoulder to serve in my government one day. And I did. And I can tell now that he can be elected president in the region. Of the somewhat new members that we have here, I think you and Castros are two of them that actually have a lot of what it takes to be the leader here. Because it takes a bit of a personality that I think a lot of new members don't really seem to understand. Uh, like if you remember Rysix, who was here for barely a month, some new members come here and they don't quite understand the dynamics of the region. It's not a pure democracy. We don't just elect people based on ideas. It is sort of a popularity contest, which is not impossible for members to become a part of. You know, I didn't become elected, and I didn't become who I am just by listening to government and following the laws and being an active participant in the affairs of the region. I became who I am by getting involved with TNR's shenanigans and doing other fun stuff. I actually came up through the modern world role play, if we're going to talk about that. But. And then if you look at Hunteria, same thing. Hunteria didn't become who she is because she was paying attention to the laws and all that. She became who she is because she broke the laws. It was a huge, huge thing when Hunteria first came to the region, about voter fraud, because she had one of her friends come to the region to vote for her. It was a huge thing about that. Now, this was like uh, two years ago. It doesn't really matter anymore. But people don't become people in the honor republics just by doing nothing. There is a bit of a personality that has to fit. Rice Fix didn't have that. 
I don't know if Plotus will listen to this, since Rifix isn't here anymore, and I know he won't. I don't know if Plotus will listen to this, but I don't think Plotus has that either. People who come and kind of have the idea that Tar should be less of a tyrannical, crony, corrupt system don't quite understand that we aren't just going to do anything because you're new and you say you're worthwhile. Trust me, when we know you're worthwhile, we realize it. I'm sure you understand that too. You have been here almost a year after all. You know what's funny about that was I, I, I just so happened to come here around the same week that we had, uh, I think it was general elections. So I was going to run for Senate and <clears> I I did my platform, which like, um, you know, I'm going to take away, or I don't even sure what I said, but it was more like, you know, bipartisanship and I'm going to fix the economy. I didn't even know what the economy was, but in my mind, I was like, you know, I'm the next big thing. And what's funny is TNR, and that's why I think so highly of him, you know, he set me aside and he went through with me through the platform. And at the end of the day, you know, he explained to me, you know, in the, you know, you can say all this stuff, but we don't care because we don't know you. Give us something for us to know you, which is why, because I already had radio experience, awful radio experience, but somewhat for a year, and that's where those Journey to Destiny shows came out of, because it was something to get noticed um, and something for you to be known by. You know, Plotus... Um, it's POTUS. I, I can't tell you anything else other than it's POTUS. <clears throat> and I don't hate the guy, but that's just it. It's POTUS. Castles, yeah, okay. I know what you're saying. He does, you know, this, this, and this. Okay. POTUS, it's, uh, yeah, okay. Nah. I mean, all new members are going to come here and they're going to question who we are and they're going to think that we're probably a little corrupt and we only elect people that we like. A lot of that is true, but we've also been with each other for a long time. And I don't exactly like the idea of electing the same people over and over again. Like, I don't think I should be the one elected time and time again. I don't think that people like TNR should be elected time and time again. Same with Free States, same with Imperium, same with anyone who's been here for a very long time. I do think that there should be new um, rosters of people coming in and more people to elect into office. But people aren't just going to be elected because they say that they can do this. I mean, you did what you just said, the same thing that all of us have done in our first campaign. You think I did anything different? I talked about the defense of the region. I had no clue what the hell I was saying. But I was talking about the Department of Defense and the, and the Secretary of Defense and the military and all this nonsense, which I really didn't understand what the hell I was saying. And a lot of these people didn't know me. I don't even know how I got elected to the Senate when I first came here. I don't have a clue. But what you said is absolutely right because TNR basically 
pull you aside and say, listen, this is all great and stuff, but you're not going to be elected just by telling us this. I mean, it works. You've had your own fair share of controversial topics. All of us have, by the way. It's not an unusual thing. You think I haven't had my own controversial things? I went off ranting, full-out cursing Imperium for something. I don't even remember what. I've had fights with people like you wouldn't even believe. Me and Hunteria didn't get along at all for a very long time. A lot of it was more private, so a lot of people didn't really see all that, but there were some serious issues I had with a lot of people in the region. So I don't want you to feel discouraged because I know you're probably thinking, yeah, well, I kind of made a controversial topic back in January or uh, whenever that was. You think the rest of us haven't? People are elected because we know who each other are. I know you're Pepe. I know that Batavia is Batavia. I'm only saying him because I see he was in the room. I know who Free State is. Sometimes I think I know Free State a little bit too well. That's a different topic, though. We know who each other are, and that's why we keep electing each other. And I want to leave soon because I'm starting to get a little tired talking, but I did want to say, though, when it comes to the new members, like, I'll, I'll include you in this, but when it comes to people like yourself and Castros, Rifix, um, Vizak, or Morgan, whatever uh, his name was, uh, Plotus, I think when it comes to these new members, they have this idea of the rest of nation states. Like, if you ever go in nation states and look at people's region, you'll have new people come in and say, hey, endorse me, I want to be your delegate. Things like that don't work here in TAR. A lot of people don't really quite understand that until they've been a part of our community for a little while. What were you going to say? No, I was about to say, because you were talking about, um, uh, I'm about to go blank on this. Um, you were saying, see, now, now I am going blank. Uh, you are talking something about um, how, oh, there you go, about, you know, hey, about me and my topic and everything. Um, and about that, you know, I really didn't understand that until, it's a funny story, last week. Um, in TAF, out of all regions. Um, so I got into some an issue um, concerning privacy and all that. Um, but I still got elected for Senate. And that's when I realized, uh, because of what I'd done before, hey, in the end of the day, they know me for who I am. Um, so they're not going to judge me on that one thing. They're going to judge me on what I've done before. And that's what's going to determine if I will be in that case, a senator, um, or if I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't stop thinking about yourself and the other new members because I've certainly seen a lot of new members come through the region over the years. And we always talk about 
Mike um, Amara, who when he was first in new members of the region, he was elected to the Senate not even a few days into his uh, tenure in the region. He was elected like a couple of days after he first joined. And we keep telling the story to new members just to get new members involved. Because, you know, you may be new, but you can, you're still capable of being elected. It's happened before. It happened with me and Imperium as well. Imperium and I joined the region like a couple days apart from each other, and we were both elected to the Senate a week or so after we joined. And it's happened before. Same exact thing happened with me when we got yeah. there. In the Senate, I should have probably not been, but I'm in the Senate. And for new members, they got to take advantage of that opportunity to prove why you should be in the Senate. It's also a time to kind of show the region who you are as a person. I mean, a lot of it sounds very... Um, sounds a little bit weird when you think about it, but... People do pay attention when you come into the region and you see the header and you see, okay, this is the president, this is the Speaker of the Senate, these are the senators, this is the Supreme Court, this is the cabinet. And people do pay attention to that. I could tell you exactly what people were in office the day I came to the region. And I remember it was, Icamara was president, I remember... Robertson Robertson Stan, or whatever his name was. I remember he was the Secretary of Treasury. I remember Lewis and Daniel was the Attorney General. I remember Lehigh being the target that everyone focused themselves on. I remember everything about the day I first came into this region. And I thought to myself, I want to be one of those names on the header so that other people know who I am. And it sounds very materialistic in a way, but that is a huge part of our desires and our needs and our, our characteristics of being part of this region. I mean, TNR keeps on reminding myself, look, at the end of the day, we all need to remind ourselves this is a game. We exist here, not for the betterment of the region, but we kind of exist here to rise to power. That's kind of why we're doing this. And as time goes on, things have evolved into more of a community style. We're just kind of more of a close-knit group rather than a government nowadays. But we came to be because we all exist here to have our names on that regional header. Everyone wants to see themselves be known to the other members of the region. Tell me if that's not what you're thinking. Oh, no, 100%. I mean, we're talking about Castro, about how he makes a great leader, and the reason why, because he's driven. He wants to be the best. I want to be the best. And if you don't want to be the best, then don't run. Everyone who's ever been a great president in real life, in TAR, and whatever, if you honestly want to be leader. That means you want to be the best in the world. You want to be the, when people think of you, you want to be the guy who's being thought of. 
you people in the end of the day we're all selfish um because we all just want to be remembered. There's like billions of people in this world, but we all want to be that one person that gets remembered for, in history. That's absolutely true. Yep. Well, if you don't have anything else you'd like to mention, if you do, just say so now. But if you don't, I'm going to be ending the show pretty soon because I'm getting tired of talking. I know that's very rare. When does Obi ever get tired of talking? (laughs) But I am getting tired of talking. (laughs) No, I'm good. I I took way too much time out of your show. Well... I thank you for coming on and joining me today. I certainly just expected to rant for an hour, but I always like having people join in on on the call. I haven't had a show to even have people call in in a very long time. So I thank you for joining me today, Pepe. No problem. Anytime. And with that, I think I'll be ending my show today. For Cosmo Radio Episode 6, the first one in almost two years. Thank everyone who's joined us today. Thank everyone for joining in on the chat. Thank Pepe for calling in. And thank all of you guys at home listening to my voice on the computer screen. Being a little loser you are on Saturday. You have nothing better to do on Saturday than listen to Joe's voice. Oh, I'm so sorry. My name is actually Joe. Although I actually really like being called Obi. It's kind of turned into a bit of a a thing with me. I kind of like the idea of people calling me Obi. I don't even like being called Obito that much. Except for Pepe, who seems to be the only one who actually knows how to pronounce Obito correctly. Do you know how many different variations of this name I've heard over the years here? Whenever I would come on Liberty Radio with Libertarian Washington, I've heard of Obito, Obito, Obito. I've heard Obito. I think that's the funniest one I've ever heard. It's literally the easiest thing to pronounce. Obito. Obito. It's actually the name of a character from Naruto. If anyone watches anime, Naruto particularly... The name Obito actually comes from a character in Naruto. But I love being called Obi. So I don't know why I just call myself Joe on the show here. That's actually really embarrassing a little bit. But I thank everyone for joining me today. I had fun. I hope you had fun. And if you didn't, just remember, Obi doesn't give a shit. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.